and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello, folks. Welcome to another episode from the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. I am Simon Hazeldean, and as always, I am joined by my esteemed colleagues, Mr. Graham Jones and Mr. Phil Jessen, for another episode for our wonderful listeners. And this episode is called When Salespeople Should Say No to the marketing department. Now, Mr. Jones, you have a a little bit of data, a little bit of research numbers here to kick us off with this. What what on earth do we mean saying no to the marketing department? Give us us an insight into this data you shared with us just before we came on air, Mr. Jones. So this was a study that looked at um, what salespeople need uh, when they go into uh, meetings with clients, and they need marketing collateral that is bespoke that's uh, focused on that particular client's needs and not generic for you know the whole potential client um, base that they may have for the business so they want something that's customized towards the particular customer that they are focusing on uh, the problem is that um, the marketing department can't produce that um, because they don't know every single customer. They, um, but you've got two-thirds of salespeople who want to use these customized things, but they can't get them produced by the marketing department in time. So the sales lead comes along and the marketing department go, yeah, we can produce that customized marketing collateral for you. That's going to take three weeks. But unfortunately, three weeks is not the time that the salesperson has. Yeah. So the issue is that the marketing teams can only really produce generalized marketing and the salespeople need highly specific marketing collateral, not generalized. So there's the problem that salespeople have, um, that you need something specific and the marketing department inevitably can't do it because they're not close to the customer. Well, I, I, yeah, that's kind of would be my, my initial response to this. And I, sometimes when I'm working with salespeople, you know, they'll say something like, well, it would be all right if marketing would do this. It would be all right if marketing would do that. And of course, I'm not saying there might not be some validity that maybe their marketing department need to raise their game. I don't I don't know. But a marketing, a marketing person or a professional marketeer, they're not going to be working at such a granular level no. as, as the sales teams. And I'm not I would I would be go so far as to back up marketing a bit here and say, Yes, you should be as close to the customer as you can be to really understand it. But it's a bit unfair for salespeople to expect you to be able to provide me with a tailored presentation for XYZ Limited or ABC uh, Limited because that's that's just not practical necessarily. You know, so I you know I think salespeople need to take responsibility for the collateral they use with customers i think is my i'm not i'm not saying marketing shouldn't be supplying and helping but that that would be certainly where i would be i would be coming from that's essentially what this study discovered it discovered that i think was it 88 percent, as i recall of marketeers uh, of salespeople end up producing their own marketing collateral 
yeah. um, because they don't have any option really. But the problem then is that they're not necessarily producing it on brand. They're not necessarily producing, you know, the best messaging uh, because that might tie in with an overall marketing campaign. So they're kind of, you know, shooting in the dark a bit. Mm. So the, the problem is you've got marketing people saying, here's the gen- generic kind of stuff that you need to use. And you've got salespeople saying, no, we don't want that. What we want is something specific. But the marketing people can't be specific because they are never going to be close to the customers. That's what the salesperson is there for. Um, So they're not going to be close. They can't produce something specific. And yet that's precisely what the salesperson Mm. needs. So this kind of tension that exists between the two. Now, there are ways around this, of course, that uh, one of the things that can be done is to produce um, drag and drop template systems. Um, There are several of these available um, that could be set up by marketing and then the salesperson can literally drag and drop the you know specific case study that is relevant to that particular client into you know a PDF document or whatever mm. it is they they need to produce. So uh, if those don't exist in your um, business, then a salesperson could start lobbying for uh, having those things installed. And actually, it makes the marketer's job easier mm. because all they've got to do is produce the elements that go into these templates and they haven't got to produce you know loads of separate documents so actually it's kind of producing a library of things that can be dragged and dropped by the salesperson which is you know going to be easier for the marketing team so actually um there's a win-win here for everyone that it makes it easier for the marketing and it makes it better for sales so this study showed that actually the salespeople believe they lose 30 percent of sales of potential sales because they cannot get specific marketing collateral. So actually, if a system is in place in a business to allow them to produce specific marketing collateral, you're going to increase your sales by up to 30%. Yeah. I mean, I've certainly worked with clients on pulling together what are sometimes called sales playbooks, which which empower and enable the sales team. And, you know, you, you can select the type of customer, the industry, the type of buyer, is it an executive buyer, a technical buyer? And it, it kind of points you in the direct, pulls these little nuggets together and you can combine a couple of customer success stories, some testimonials, bang, and then you have 90% of the jobs done then, 90, 95% of the jobs done. And and that, that I think is, is probably where, you know, the need to do and then provide it to sales on one of the many very good sales enablement platforms <clears throat> that exist and 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 i if i would be critical of salespeople, is they'll often be really impatient and they want to take the the you know the quickest easiest route so you do have to make it super easy for them if it's difficult to get hold of this stuff they just don't they, they put it in the too difficult box and it doesn't it doesn't happen and um so yeah. i think that you know i'd just like to point out that if any of our sales people listening to this have been offended by the content that has just been <laughs> broadcast uh, we are sorry for not highlighting it 
before you listen to it. <laughs> the time is going to insult you... salespeople for being lazy. Is that what <laughs> <laughs> We should have put a warning uh, before uh, Mr. Hazeldean started speaking there. Um, not, not only has Hazeldean insulted sales, he's been sticking up for the marketing department as well. Two black marks. Two, <laughs> two, black, two black marks. You, you, you've both mentioned uh, the importance of case studies and testimonials, and I, I would just like to amplify that. Um, I'm not sure that is the job of the marketing department. I think it's more the job of the sales body on the ground to build a library of very impressive testimonials by product, by the application of that product, um, and also by job title. Um, We've said this before, but um, people like us or they like people who are like us. And somebody that's a finance director is more likely to be swayed by a testimonial from a finance director. Somebody that's a production director is more likely to be swayed and influenced by a testimonial from a production director. So we need those testimonials to be multifaceted, really, by product, by application, by the sort of job holder. And also, I think there are uh, occasions where in, in, in local chunks of geography, uh, there are wow customers. Um, Simon, you and I are not that far away from Derby. Uh, and if you are working with Rolls-Royce in Derby, uh, then you can open any door in the city. Um, mm. So, again, there are wow names that will travel anywhere within a limited chunk of geography. It might not mean a lot in London or Southampton, but it would certainly mean a lot in Derby. And if you are the sales body for Derby, then you need to be aware of that. And I think, you know, as as sales and marketing evolve, the barriers, sorry, the barriers or the boundaries between them will blur, I think, increasingly. And then there is also a collective responsibility well, why don't marketing provide us with more customer testimonials? Well, because sales don't help us to get the testimony. So, you know, it's got to be team effort, right, hasn't it? To, to work together collaboratively to produce the very, very best marketing stroke sales collateral. And that, I think, you know, that's definitely there. <clears throat> I mean, I'm involved in, in another in another podcast and we interviewed a very senior and very experienced head of head of sales and marketing. And um, she mentioned that, that she listens very closely to the voice of the customer. She listens very closely to the voice of sales as well in terms of what they want so that the marketing function can, can blend those together and give the right thing. She said, because sales don't have the full picture the customer doesn't necessarily have the full picture but but also what really impressed me was the early stage involvement that the, the her marketing functions have with sales and there's always sales people involved there's representatives in any workshops and anything like that so it's it's a it was a brilliant example of of collaborative yeah. working together that then produces really good quality collateral for for the sales teams to take out into the I think we've said we've said before, haven't we, that this kind of siloing of sales and marketing um, is inevitably going to lead to problems. And yet we still see it in many businesses, you know, the sales Mm. director, the marketing director forever at loggerheads in the boardroom because uh, they can't agree on what should be done. Um, And they both want their own little empires to be better than the other one, you know. So, yeah, um, we still see that in a lot of businesses. So I appreciate the salespeople are. 
uh, up against it sometimes in terms of the culture within their business. So the more we can combine these into one team yeah. um, and do that collaborative approach, the better. But I think we, you know, we titled this episode, When Should You Say No to the Marketing Team? And I think you should say no when they say we can customise that for you uh, because that's yeah. when you should say no because you should do the customizing as the salesperson on a template that marketing provide. So yeah. when they say we can customize it, it's going to take them time to do that research, to find out where those testimonials are and all those kind of things that the salesperson probably has. So you don't want it to take time, but what you want is a template that you can use, you know, tomorrow. So you should say no when they say, yeah, we can customize it for you because it's going to take them too long. Yeah. And, and if they're not, and you could have a marketeer who is able to get very, very close to the customers, maybe some of the key accounts, but typically they're not going to be as close as we've said, as you yeah. said earlier on in the episode, they're not going to be as close to the customer. Uh, however, they may also have a different perspective, which I think is equally as valid. So it's in, well, you know, you're not close enough to the customer. No, but I do, as a marketeer, have a much broader view of the overall marketplace and industry than you might do as a salesperson in your territory. So let's respect and use both of those perspectives to, 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 help, to help to get it together. But I'm with you, Graham. I think I've, I've, never, <clears throat> I've never been provided with an off-the-shelf piece of marketing collateral that was 100% ready to go with with every single customer and that's just very very unrealistic and and you know shouldn't shouldn't be an excuse for a salesperson right because with things like powerpoint or you know keynote on apple or whatever does not take very long to produce no. something customized and tailored right and you can hide slides and do one thing you know and you you, you know really really you know, simple, simple and easy thing to do. And uh, so, you know, I think definitely, definitely I'm with you, with you on that one. Any well, closing thoughts, gentlemen? Well, just thinking that, you know, sometimes the customer might go, well, I can look it all up on your website myself kind of thing. Yeah. And actually they can't because they, they don't know where to look. They'll end up in the wrong place. They'll see the wrong testimony they won't see you know they're the finance director and they see a testimonial from the production director as phil was saying so you end up with them not looking at the right material so what the salesperson can do is say well you don't need to do that i will send you um, a document containing everything you need and then you as the salesperson can go to the website and copy and paste the relevant bits yourself into a single document that then is presented but you need a template to do that so i think that you know there's several things that you can do as a salesperson to customize things and make it easier for someone but you need a template to do it with so if anything you say no to the marketing department for customizing it but say yes please can we have a template system yeah 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 absolutely i think i think it is your saying wasn't it simon that the job of marketing is get is to get the phone to ring and the job of sales is what you do once the phone has rung. Was that one of your one-liners? I don't. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a Simon original. But you know, it is the general marketing yeah. creates a potential customer, sales turns a potential customer into a paying customer. Yeah. Well, a, I, those are those. those yeah, it, well, I, I, I quite like that. I think Mark, it wasn't Simon's. I think it was Mark Twain. Or Mark Einstein. Twain. <laughs> 
or Einstein. Okay. Always, it's always as we said, it's either Mark, yeah. Mark Twain or Albert Einstein. Oh, it's, always, it's, uh, Simon's always ripping off Mark Twain, but don't tell our <laughs> don't tell our listeners that. As Winston um, Churchill said, if you want to impress somebody, always use a quotation from a famous person. So, <laughs> Phil, yes, you're going to say so. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm just finishing on on that point that I think marketing uh, should confine themselves to getting the phone to ring. But once it has rung and the sales body is up and running on identifying the needs and providing the solution, I think the salesperson's got to own that customised presentation in whatever format it takes. And salespeople, professional persuaders, right? So uh, you can always apply your persuasion skills internally to persuade your marketing colleagues to to provide you something different maybe than what they are. Go and talk to them, right? Go and talk to them, explain what it is you need, offer to help in whatever way you can. And, and you know, it's team, team effort, right? Absolute collaborative team effort because we've got to focus on the most important thing, which is always always the customer, not on any internal shenanigans and nonsense. So fantastic. Well, hopefully that's given you some food for thought, folks. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. It's one of 250 plus episodes from the Sales Chat Show, all available in our back catalogue from, uh, not that the catalogue exists, just a phrase, in our, in our library of episodes available <laughs> from, uh, from wherever you choose to get your podcast and if you please subscribe to the sales chat show you'll be notified of new episodes when they come out which they do on a regular basis so thank you very much for listening folks wishing you good luck and good selling You have been listening to an episode of The Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at The Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. (laughs) 